The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet. Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt. Oh my goodness, that is me. Welcome to every mom and dad and kid and dog and cat. Everybody who's listening today, we're so glad to have you on board. I am Jenny. This is Channel Mom, where we do encourage moms because moms have an amazing purpose and value in this world because you're raising up the next generation. And I think a lot of moms feel forgotten and overlooked and unthanked. So we're here for you. All right. Whether you like it or not, Valentine's Day is just around the corner. And uh, we thought this would be a good time to get your love, life, and marriage questions answered, even if you're not currently feeling like you're in a love life or, or a marriage. Uh, we're here for you. Uh, here, here's some of what we'll consider. How do personality differences with your spouse affect your relationship? How do you fix it? Never fear. Help is here on Channel Mom for every mom out there. At least I hope so. Okay, we've got love advice for Valentine's Day from the author of The Enneagram in Marriage, Krista Harden. Coming up on Channel Mom, so stick around. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom. Whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison, on the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.org. The abortion rate continues to increase in Colorado, but there is still hope. For 40 years, the Compassionate Care Team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice. Alternatives lets them know they're not alone. Through advocacy, resources, and mentoring, Alternatives Pregnancy Center moves people from a place of suffering to thriving. You can be part of the solution by giving just $10 to provide life-saving medical and counseling services. Give today at youhavealternatives.org slash donate. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Yes, welcome back to Channel Mom, precious moms of the universe. We're so glad to have you on board and all of our other listeners too. So grateful for our podcast listeners. Podcast is growing. Please share with a mom that you think could be helped or blessed. We're on just about all of the major platforms. I think we're on all the major platforms. Um, also, a shout out to the folks who listen to us on radio across the nation, good old-fashioned radio. Uh, from coast to coast, really, we are on. I think we're in Oregon and New Jersey, so that qualifies as coast to coast. Uh, and in between, here in Denver, Colorado, and so on. Also, um, quick reminder to... Just look up our friends, youhavealternatives.org, youhavealternatives.org. They do such good work from a very unjudgmental place, and uh, you know they could use your prayer, your help, and so on. And then finally, remember, we are looking for prison volunteers as we try to expand our prison outreach to moms across the country to reunite them with their children and stop that legacy of incarceration from being passed on. So, so let us know if you'd like to be a part of that program. 
you know, in terms of helping us, <laughs> volunteering with us, donating whatever you want to do, pray for us, uh, just contact us at info at channelmom.org, info at channelmom.org. All right, I want to get right into this because we're taking callers today because I just want to bring mom's voices into this who just want help with their relationships, want help to get, you know, through some of these struggles and problems. I mean, it's marriage is up against it right now. I mean, the statistics say it's something like there's been a 60% drop in the marriage rate since the 1970s. So, wow, that that's a battle. And that is why I invited my friend, who's so adorable, Krista Harden. She's a clinical therapist. She's got her master's in clinical psychology. She's counseled couples the world over. She's also, also the author of the book, The Enneagram in Marriage, Your Guide to Thriving Together in Your Unique Pairing. She is here with us today. Welcome to Channel Mom, Krista. Thank you so much for having me, Jenny. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, <laughs> I wish you were a little more enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we're gonna th- we're calling this our Valentine's Day show because it's happening the weekend before Valentine's Day, and I know Valentine's Day is tough for a lot of people. I looked it up, and and um, by uh, kind of measurement, 58 to 30%. People say Valentine's Day does not qualify as a real special occasion. And I think that's partly because people have negative feelings about it. Almost 25% of people say they have negative feelings about the holiday. So I thought, I want to address this for the moms out there who are struggling or the moms out there who feel like they're about to struggle or just, you know, struggling with the whole love thing. So I tried to go look up a movie that would kind of speak into frustrated women in their relationships and ironically it's called blue valentine it's got ryan gosling in it here's a little clip from how the female lead who i don't remember who it is the female lead is feeling about her love relationship call me stupid i'm so out of love with you i've got nothing left for you nothing 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 there is nothing here for you there is nothing here for you i don't don't say i don't i don't don't say stuff you can't take back Okay, that's awful. <laughs> but I but I got to believe there are couples out there, you've seen them, that are feeling like that. Like they're out of love, like it's not working, like they've got too many conflicts, they're incompatible, their personalities don't mesh, they parent differently, all the things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's why you wrote the book, because you have such a heart to help couples get back on track. So tell us a little bit about what Enneagram in marriage can do and then we'll quickly review the types and then I, I know we have calls today about relationships. So so quickly tell us what Enneagram in marriage is aiming to do for, for difficult or struggling relationships and then we'll go through the nine types very briefly. Okay, great Jenny. You know guys, as you heard that clip and as I processed it, it's so funny, but as a marriage helper who hears couples in this space all the time, I didn't even process that as anything unusual. In fact, the very first thing that came to my mind was this couple just needs to take a break and to take a breath um, because that is often what's happening when couples are in stress. And when we know one another's personality types, we can distinguish you know, whether this is really a couple that is having a major crisis who can't solve it, or if this is more than likely a couple who's just dysregulated and needs to find their way back to calm so that they can find their compassion for one another again. And that's what any good personality typing system really does, is it nuances for us both the general tips as well as the specific tips for how we can get a couple who's feeling this lovelorn space of not looking forward to Valentine's Day or being so at odds and so sad together. Uh, to just help them to feel better. So that's my passion behind every 
piece of marriage or relationship advice that I give is to help people to feel healthy and peaceful again. Yeah, I feel like my relationship with the digital world isn't very good right now because <laughs> your phone isn't fantastic. So the closer that you can get maybe to a window or something, please do that. Here's what's going to happen, okay. Krista. We, I believe we have Jennifer on the line. She has a question for you. But first, I want you to quickly review the nine types and talk and, and just briefly after you do the nine types, kind of how, how we all have different personalities. And at first, we love it when we come together. We, we fall in love with the different personality type in our spouse usually. But, but then it grates on us. And then we're like, why did I even decide I like to you know what you know so can you go through the nine types and and then speak to a little bit you know before we take jennifer's call uh, about how um sometimes it 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 deteriorates so go ahead the nine enneagram types okay so the nine types are the type one perfectionist or improver somebody who finds the errors in the world in a good way but it can also be in a bad way that makes their spouse feel unseen for the good that they bring. Now, the two is known as the giver, which is obviously super great, but sometimes the two can end up manipulating because they don't want to ask directly for their own needs to be met. The type three is wonderfully achieving and performing and providing for a partner, but sometimes when they really finally get together with their spouse for love, they don't have much to share and they're just tired from overgiving. Oh. Type four ends up being the person who is always lamenting, always in melancholy, almost like that person you heard on the Blue Valentine. But then the good of that is that they can go deep to their emotions. The hard of that is they can stay in that melancholy all the time. The five is that investigator, researcher, innovator who is brilliant but whom often lacks the connection skills of the heart. And then the sixth is the person who really loves to befriend and be loyal, but they can also be overly worrisome, overly neurotic, overly troubleshooting. The seven is enthusiastic and joyful and loves to make people feel encouraged, but can get very scattered and forget about others in their own quest for safety. The eight can help Others feel protected and defended in a relationship and really have strength and leadership, but they also really can come on with too much dominance and aggression and come out like a militaristic leader. And lastly, our nines can be very peacemaker-oriented and very sweet and bring out the peace and calm in all of us, but they can likewise get very slothful and mumble and not really even be alive and hide all of their anger underneath and not be real. So those are the nine types. As you can hear, they all have these great parts, but then these hard parts too. Yeah, and, and I want to get to the caller because we've got another one right behind them and I don't want them to get cut off. Um, so, so we're going to take her question in a second. I just want to say this. The, the interesting thing that you lay out in your book, The Enneagram in Marriage, is that, that every type has a gift but also has like a weakness or a need or a fear and that as we learn to work with that and say, okay, I can fill your need as I tap into your gift and vice versa, it can be a beautiful thing which you say is a glow in a couple. It, it, they can glow together if they figure it out. All right, let's take Jennifer's relationship question in relation to her marriage and 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 the struggle that she may have and and how you would answer and jennifer sweetheart welcome to channel mom 
Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Oh, I'm so glad. So here's what we we, we need to do because we got to open the phone line. We're going to take your question, and then we're going to probably have to hang up. And Krista's going to start to answer your question, um, and you'll have to listen to it <laughs> afterwards. Um, yeah, Jim says he can keep you for a little bit so you can can listen to the question. So go ahead, Jennifer. What's your question? Okay, no problem. So I was just curious, how do we break free from conflict cycles that we might be stuck in? We find I've been married for 15 years, and we kind of come back to the same conflict and circle back to it. And it seems like it gets better for a little bit, and then it's worse again, and we feel like we're just kind of stuck on a roller coaster. Can you so, su- Any suggestions? Well, can you super quick explain just like in 30 seconds the conflict cycle and what it is? Of course, yeah. So just in terms of like intentionality, and I need emotional connection to my spouse on physical connection. And so we'll do really well with him giving emotional and me giving physical, and then we kind of drop out of it, and then it becomes like, a little bit of a trigger for both of us where we say, you know, I need my emotional, but he wants his physical and we struggle with stepping towards one another um, and not just living parallel. Okay. All right. So we, uh, we did get the other caller online. So we're going to have you listen to your answer from Krista and then we'll move on to the next caller. So what, what do you say to that, Krista? Oh, I love that question because it's so normal. And that's the first thing I want to say to Jennifer is that this is just absolutely normal. And this is why we need to really keep working at relationships with regular oil changes, if you will, so that we don't ever just think that it'll just happen. We have to keep on putting it on our calendars week by week to say, am I showing up for my partner in their love language? And so that is really a key for all of us to know each other's personality, things that we like, and to also remember that when our partners forget us to tell them about it, but with a gracious tone, when we can be five to one positive to negative, they can hear it. If we just say you're not giving to me, we need our ego stroked a bit more as that than that as humans. And so we have to be able to actually give them, uh, you know, a lot more positive. So build them up, build your husband up, tell him what you love. And week by week, also keep about, you know, one out of five times inserting what you need emotionally. So he knows because we tend to forget and get busy. Yeah, one out of five times. So we got to do four positive and I'm sorry. Yeah, four positive and one negative. Correct. Um, the, and the other thing is that you they can't see through the, the nice sandwich or whatever that's called. Um, where the compliment sandwich where you're like, and I love this and I love this and I love this. But and you, you so, so you got to be careful about that. And I, but I love it. I love it. I love it. And it's so honest of Jennifer to say they keep coming back to this. And I do think it's a pretty natural thing for the woman to want emotional connection and the man to want physical connection. And for them to go back to that over and over again. And she's saying, like, how do you stop the cycle? And I think what you're saying is you just ca- got to keep revisiting the solution. Correct. Because okay. marriage is going to have these issues. And just expect it without shaming yourself. And know that you're worth it. You are absolutely worth it to keep working at it and continue to build one another up. Awesome. Krista Harden, we are speaking to her. She's an expert on couples counseling. She wrote the book, The Enneagram in Marriage. We decided to have her on for our, quote, Valentine's Day show just to give a little love life advice and to encourage you, even if you're struggling. So we asked callers to call in, and that was Jennifer first, but now we've got Christina on the line. I feel like Love Line. Like, wasn't that like a 1970s show, Jim? <laughs> anyway, I feel like I'm, I'm emceeing Love Line. Um, and, and I know Christina has a question as well, and, and I'm so grateful for these precious moms being honest about what they're struggling with. My hope is that all of the other listeners can find something they identify with in these questions. Welcome to Channel Mom, Christina. 
Oh, so glad to be online. Thank you for having me. Yes, my pleasure, my friend. So what is your question for Krista? So, obviously, you know, I was looking up these Enneagrams, so I'm really thankful to Channel Mom for bringing this to my attention because I took the test last night. Oh, good girl. And I got a nine. So that was kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, my husband's out of town and he'll need to take it when he gets back. (laughs) But um, really my question, the thing I've been struggling with is um, my emotions have been kind of crazy with my um, menopause. Mm -hmm. I get that. um, Yep. Oh, my goodness. And my... I'm, I'm normally a very positive person. I really look at everything... Um, in, in a in a bright way, in a light way, you know, everyone's happy, cheery, good lucky, right? Yes. And my husband is the total opposite. And um, and he tells me, he's told me several times, and it really hurts my feelings that I look at everything positive but him. Oh. Because I'm like, I know. And it just, it's a shot to my heart because, of course, I don't feel that way, but I'm probably, I'm thinking that, you know, he's my better half and that I'm expecting him to be like me in that regard. Like, you shouldn't look at things negatively. You should look at them positively like I do, you know? Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't know how to break that sometimes. Like, and I don't want to give my menopause an excuse, but I feel like that's why. Interesting. Um, so did, 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 this did not, this was not a conflict, say, eight, five or six years ago before the menopause thing? Correct. 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 Okay, interesting. Yeah. And, and maybe that's yeah. the thing, that as women are younger and older, there, there are different stages. Krista, I want you to answer this, but I do want to compliment Christina. Thank you, my friend, for calling in. Stay on for the, the answer. Is, is her honesty and addressing something that I think you're about to say is super common, that, that women tend to be more critical of their men now, men can do some things that are awful as well, but women tend to be more critical. And then the man gets, you know, uh, feeling like all she ever finds is wrong in him. And then women get affected by their um, tendency to be a little more emotional. And she's admitting that, that, that menopause has caused that in her. Um, and, and, and there's this cycle, blah, blah, blah. And she's saying it's continuing. I love the honesty. And I think a lot of moms are in that same place, myself included sometimes. So, Krista, how do you address this and, and knowing that Christina is a nine? Oh, I just love your question and your heart, Christina. It is so very nine of you or peacemakers. You have such a beautiful, positive spirit about you. That's God's gift to you. I love that. And I also hear the lament of your heart and how grievous it is to hear that your husband says, I don't feel that from you. So a couple of things. One is earlier today, we used this statistic. When you're in a conflict, try to be positive on a five to one ratio But when you're not having a conflict, here's another good benchmark that may kind of surprise you, ladies, and all the listeners. And that's according to the relationship chair, John Gottman, the number one marriage researcher in the country. It's actually 20 to one positive to negative in general that we need to be. So conflict five to one, 20 to one for the healthiest couples otherwise, which really makes us really want to encourage our spouses. But then we have the tricky part of. Uh, women have hormones that have, oh my goodness, all through relationships, these are important. We're on different cycles, four-week cycles, perimenopause, menopause, pregnancy, 
And only recently have we had some women-led research that's helping us to see, okay, how can we map this out? How can we cycle through? And so the first thing I want to help you to know is you're not alone, as Jenny said, and also to remind you to start tracking what happens in different times of the day or seasons so that you can talk to your husband and say, this is a new season for us. And I probably used to be more positive even towards you, but as my hormones drop, let's work together about what we can do to keep me less irritated, to keep me more rested, to keep me digesting. And then the last thing I want to say is because you mentioned you're a nine, it's so helpful. Nines do very well with body work and getting into their bodies gets them digesting the anger that builds up like a bit of a volcano. So you want to make sure you get on those good walks or jogs or treadmills, whatever you can just get your heart pumping just a little bit would be so helpful. Ugh. Is Christina still there? Yeah, Christina, do you have a response I, to that? No, that's such great advice. No, it, and I can tell my body gets feels better when I do go on walks. Yeah. So thank you for the reminder. Yeah, thank you, Krista. Krista and Christina, that's like a little show. Thank you, Christina, for for calling to Channel Mom, sweetie. Um, Okay, so with the last, like, what, five minutes do we have, Jim? Thanks to producer Jim today, by the way. He's so fabulous. Um, in, in these last five minutes, I want to I want to be reminded of, of the mothering and, and wife hearts of sometimes I feel like when I talk like that, I sound like a Karen, you know, how they precious Karens of the universe. But you know how they, they stereotype people like like you and me when we're all like, oh, my goodness, let me just help you with this. And let me talk about this. And let me complain about this. I mean, and, and I don't want to sound like that. I just want to sound real and down to earth. So what I'm saying is these precious mamas who called in and were super honest about their struggles. I have a feeling a lot of women feel the way that Jennifer and Christina feel. And and you say there's this common five two relationship that happens where where the and you can explain that in a second. But but what are some common typical problems between two different different enneagram types? And that almost always happens in a marriage, right? It's almost always two different people, mm. correct? Two different types. Yeah, yeah, almost always. Almost always, almost n- all, never the same type. So so there's going to be a conflict because you're different. But but there's also going to be a conflict if they're the same. So so talk about in these last five minutes what you want moms to know the most about the conflicts and to get past them, and about how they can get to that place of merging and glow and and feeding into each other's you know kind of needs, which we might see as weaknesses, to get past the, the continuing cycle of conflict. Oh, great question, Jenny. And I do want every mom to know, as I said, with hormones fluctuating season by season, you need a lot of grace for yourself. And you're going to need time for each season. And so allowing yourself some time to process and to get self-care is sometimes a luxury we don't feel as women, but we need it because we are so much better as a model for our kids And as a model to our husbands of knowing that we do see them as heroes in a way and that we can step out of the way and let them carry some of the load so that we can rest, so that we can take a quick five-minute catnap, so that we can actually pour ourselves that inconceivable glass of water so that we can matter too in the family. And that will help us all feel more balanced and refreshed. And so many moms, including myself in those little kid years, and even in the, the years of perimenopause, you think you have to do it all. But the truth is sharing the load requires humility and also just laying down and saying to the family, let's be a team 
And I love you, but I can't do it all myself. Well, and, Other, yes. and sometimes men want to be called into that hero role to be like, yes. you, you are so yes. strong to me. You, you are my knight in shining armor. You are my hero. And, and it shouldn't be false praise. It should be real. And just say, this is where I need you to, to, to fill in in that area. Okay, we literally have one minute left for you to talk. So I want you to do two things really quick. Tell moms what the biggest hope message is in the Enneagram and marriage and how they can resolve some of the conflict in their relationships. Okay, I have such a quick, great reminder for you. My biggest hope is that you would come back to joy and laughter and fun and peace. But to get through that, you have to address your conflict. So to do that, you need three elements. You need positivity, you need logic, and you need to bring that heart, sweetie. I know that it's hard, but be brave. Bring those emotions, and you will be okay. And, and admit them. Admit them. With, without accusation, just admit this is how I'm feeling. You know, the I statements instead of the me, you statements. Um, that is awesome. You are such a blessing. And, and I wish I, maybe we should just make this a regular thing because we could just do yes. our own channel mom love line because moms need help in this area. Myself and we all do, you know, and God bless my husband. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm in dire straits, but, but, but thank you, Krista Harden, for, for your Enneagram and marriage. Uh, how can people find you and follow you? The best space to do that is just the simple website, EnneagramAndMarriage.com. It will lead to my podcast and all my courses and freebies. Okay, awesome. Awesome. EnneagramAndMarriage.com. Krista Harden, bless you, my friend, and we'll have you back. Thank you so much, Jenny. This was awesome. Yeah, good. All right, take care. So that is my happy Valentine's Day gift to all of you. Um, even if you're not in a relationship, I, I'm confident you learned something, um, either about your former relationship or, you know, hopefully to, to feed into your next relationship or even with your kids. Such instructive stuff. Uh, her book is so good. So this is the time I thank you for all you do as a mom, raising up the next generation. You work so hard. You sacrifice so much. And you're changing the world by the way in which you help your kids and love your kids and teach your kids. So God bless you. Remember to check us out. Share our podcast. Check us out at channelmom.org, channelmom.org. Share it with your friends. You can get lots of help there. Uh, Yeah, happy Valentine's. God bless you. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us? In order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground, we need help from listeners like you. You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison and homeless shelters or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see from others and families. Visit channelmom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.